This is News Talk 980 CKNW. Thanks for being with us on this Sunday, September 17th. Not a bad looking day out there right now, although we are expecting some rain a bit later on in the day. Also coming up today, a very special event is taking place in Westminster, and it's being put on by the Pause for Hope Animal Foundation. Kathy Powelson with the foundation joins us now to talk to us a little bit more about this. Uh, Kathy, good morning. Good morning, Jill. Good morning. So tell us what's going to be happening today. Yeah, so we're providing um, our free animal health clinic at St. Barnabas Church, and we have a team of volunteer vets and vet tech staff who will be pr- providing free um, examinations, vaccinations, tattooing, flea and deworming, and some minor grooming uh, to pets of the homeless and those that are low income. Uh, which, uh, as anybody with pets knows, uh, it can be expensive. It is expensive uh, with the upkeep and the uh, veterinary care a pet needs. Uh, what kind of uh, of um, situations are you anticipating uh, dealing with today? So this is, uh, I think, our 12th clinic. So we typically um, have a very are pretty uh, clear about the types of things that we see. And one thing that Dr. Llewellyn, who's our, 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 our chief veterinarian, um, you know, will will advocate about is that the the patients that he sees at these clinics are typically as healthy as the patients he sees in his private practice, and so we really we really try to diminish um, you know that stereotype that people that don't have money or that are on the streets aren't taking care of their pets because they really do the best that they can, um, and and for the most part they're pretty healthy pets. What we see that they have more incidences of that uh, their pets in, our, in the private practice don't have is, is parasites, such as flea and deworming, which can be pretty easy to manage. Um, and in fact, with the dogs, they are typically a um, healthier weight and, and much more socialized um, than, than the dogs that, that he will see in his private practice. So we, uh, the cases that we do see, one of the things that uh, we always committed to with our clinics um, is if there are uh, health issues that are required um, that we can't attend to in these, these pop-up clinics, um, we always commit to make, to make sure that they get the care that they need. Um, and so what, what, the type of care that we do often do follow up with is spay and neuters and, and dentals. Um, uh, there's often cats and dogs that have some serious dental issues that require cleaning and some extractions and stuff. So typically those are the, the follow-up health um, care that we provide with these clinics. And do you provide that? Because how does somebody, uh, if if somebody can't afford that care, and then they come to the free clinic today, and it's uh, and it's decided that the animal, the pet, needs more care, uh, is that done free of charge, or how does somebody pay for that? Yeah, no, it is done free of charge. So it's one of the reasons we only can do uh, a handful of these a year because typically we can provide up to ten thousand dollars in a follow-up care. Um, we do have a, a commitment to make sure they get the care that they need. And so what happens is, is when we see animals today that require follow-up care, the team will, will draw blood um, and get information from the, the patient, uh, the, sorry, the owner, and um, in terms of where they live and where the closest clinic is because we do have um, partner clinics 
uh, in Surrey and in Burnaby who provide um, help with the discounted rate for follow-up care. And so we try to get them to those clinics. If they don't have their own vet, we'll try to get them to there. So they do have some, uh, we do get some discounted rates with some of our partner clinics. And then we, and then we follow up and we make arrangements for, for those procedures to happen. And you mentioned this as well. And is there still, do people tend to judge when, when people see, especially I would suppose homeless people with their pets? But, but it is, and we've talked about this before, it is one of the strongest relationships there is or strongest bonds there is. And like you said, a lot of times these animals are more socialized. But do they tend to, to, I guess, maybe shy away from vet care and shy away from that because that fear of being judged? Excellent question, Jill. I, I think there is judgment for sure. I think people feel um, if they, if they see a person on the street with a dog, you know, you hear comments. I feel more sorry for the dog than the person, which is which is incredibly heartbreaking to hear. Um, and and I think you know there people some have not had the greatest experiences with um, with vets, but overall, uh, you know, with the part the vet partners that we work with. Um, they're incredibly compassionate staff and they really do want to make sure that the animal's getting the care that they need and understanding that, you know, not everyone's in the position to get to provide uh, veterinary care. And the one thing that I always I feel obligated to mention is, you know, we, we, people, we may make a judgment about someone who has an animal that they can't care for, so why have an animal? But we have no idea of their circumstances and how they ended up uh, in the situation that, that they are. And, and like you said, that bond is something that is so incredible. And particularly for the most marginalized, sometimes their only, um, only relationship, only companionship that they have. And we, we hear anecdotal stories every clinic um, from, from the people that, that we are helping of how important that animal is for is to them. So um, I, I think, you know, if you have healthy, if you care about community, then you care about the community's pets as well, even if you're not an animal lover. Like for me, I, I obviously I'm an animal lover, so I, I at but I also come from the social social services sector, so I've worked many, many years helping vulnerable people. I know that not everyone comes with that perspective as I do, but you want a healthy community, then you want healthy animals as well. Hmm. Uh, who can come or who? what uh, animals are, are accepted today at the free clinic? So what, what, we, what we do with our clinics now is... Um, with, with, with the location that we're holding at, we um, just connect with surrounding social services and and the agencies will refer people to them. Um, so anyone that is getting service from St. Barnabas Church or the uh, Lower, Ma- Lower Mainland Purpose Society, uh, Lookout, Russell Housing um, Shelter, there is a bunch of agencies uh, in New Westminster that have been helping us get the word out to the people that they're serving. And we have a full house. We have 14 dogs and 14 cats um, that we'll see today. Uh, and likely we'll have some people come in that don't have an appointment. That, that typically always happens as well. Um, and, and we'll make sure that, that they get seen. Uh, that that was going to be my next question is how popular or how busy uh, being in the twelfth year you would you would kind of have an idea on on how many people are expected. Yeah, it, well, and incredibly busy, which is why we've stopped uh, 
promoting uh, generally to the general public. Um, we've really had to tailor um, the clinics just to the community and the surrounding area. And this 28 pet skill is actually a small clinic. Uh, when we do our clinics in Vancouver, and we have a couple uh, in Vancouver and Surrey this year, you know, we have, we have seen up to 60 in one day. Wow. So it, yeah, 60 in five hours. So it's it's a very busy clinic. Um, this clinic has two veterinarians. Our Vancouver ones, we typically try to staff with three um, because they're so busy. Um, and that's and that's why the follow up care expense can can get quite high because with 60 pets, you're go- even if you see five uh, that require follow up care, you know that's that's five thousand dollars. Yeah, that's a that's a lot going on mm-hmm. in in one clinic. Uh, I guess it, it's also a reminder for people uh, not to, in the groups that, per, that perhaps would need a clinic like this. Uh, just a, a good reminder uh, that it is very important if you have uh, if you have an animal, it's part of your family, and healthcare for that animal is is important to, to make sure you're on top of it. Yeah, you know, and that's that's the the tension that we do struggle with is that. There is a responsibility. We, we don't want to. We don't. We're not trying to advocate the responsibility of the owner to, you know, to take that responsibility to care for their pet to ensure that they can do it. Um, and so there is that. There is that tension that that I often feel uh, when when if people are reaching out for help. Uh, we we because we also provide funding throughout the year for emergency veterinary care. Um, and we always have to limit what we do with that too, because as you can imagine, we can never meet the need. Um, but for that, that funding stream, we don't provide funding for vaccinations or checkups. Um, because, you know, there is a responsibility on the owner. Um, if you're, if you are acquiring a pet, there are things that you should consider whether or not you can meet. Um, because ultimately, if you can't, the pet will suffer. Um, and, and we can't help everyone. Um, and that's possibly the most heartbreaking thing ab- about that piece is sometimes I get a phone call from someone and we just don't have the resources. And so I know that I've hung up the phone and there's an, there is a pet that's potentially suffering. So, you know, we, yeah, it, it, there is definitely, um, attention between helping uh, pets of the most vulnerable and encouraging pet owners to understand the level of responsibility that is involved in in having a pet. All right, Kathy, we'll have to leave it there. We're out of time, but I hope all goes well today. And thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you, Jill. Vancouver's News, Vancouver's Talk. This is News Talk 980 CKNW.